Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Busy Babes with Hannah and Sid. Hey, Hannah, do you want to build bunk beds? Bunk beds, bunk beds! <laughs> Mom, Dad, can Cindy and I build a bunk bed? No power tools! <laughs> no power tools. Oh, that was good. <laughs> well, Hannah uh, took a page from the Sydney book this weekend and finally watched one of the most iconic movies of all time, Step Brothers. Hannah, we want your review. Um, Honest review, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. I feel like I was in the, tw- I was going to say Twilight Zone, but it wasn't that. It was more like a fever dream <laughs> throughout that entire film. I was like, what am I watching? But it was so funny. The sailboat scene for I- their music video or whatever, they're pitching their company. <laughs> The Pinto, the Nina, the Santa Maria. (laughs) (laughs) So, fun fact for all those who don't know, but when Hannah and I first started, or were going to start the podcast, I was saying that we should, like, present our idea of the podcast to our friends and colleagues by basically doing a version of the Boats and Hoes, and I didn't know this, but Hannah didn't know what that was, and I figured out that she didn't know what that was, like... A good six months into <laughs> but podcasting. But it was still funny. <laughs> no, I looked it I up on YouTube like, what you knew, were talking about. But, okay, yeah. But still. So I'm glad that you found that that specific scene quite memorable. Yeah, that makes hilarious. me very happy. Um, was that your first, like, Will Ferrell-style comedy? I feel like there's a very specific funny that Will Ferrell does in those types of movies. Was that your first time seeing him in that role? Um, I want to say no, because I'm like, I've seen Elf, but that, no, <laughs> that's different. Mm, very no. different comedy. That? I feel like I've seen them in so much, but I'm like, oh, Stranger, oh, Str- have you seen Stranger Than Fiction? Okay. No. That's a good Will Ferrell. He was in Spirited. I did not. The Christmas I movie did not on like Apple TV. Movie. I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan. I'm not going to lie, but I did love, uh, 
Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds together. I think it was the the musical aspect that I was like, I'm used to them doing strictly comedy like Deadpool or Talladega Nights mm-hmm. or Step Brothers. Or Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Or Kicking and Screaming. Please oh, tell me yeah, you've seen Kicking, kicking and, and Screaming. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I was going to say, this this podcast is going to be partnership done if you had not seen Kicking and Screaming. <laughs> Immediately turns it off. We're done. We're done. That is, Will Ferrell is probably someone I would actually, like, not fangirl, but, like, forget how to speak over. I would be so nervous. He seems so sweet. I'm sure he would be, but I don't know. I I feel like I'd be like, Will? Will Ferrell says full name. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that is not the purpose of our podcast today. Uh, we experienced some something together over the weekend, and I will I will let you dive into that, Hannah. Um. Yes. That. Okay. Yep. Well, this past weekend, Sydney and I drove all the way down to the high-income living area of Newport Beach. (laughs) Okay. To do a cycle class. And I think it was totally iconic. But it was... It was so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It went south so fast. It went so south. I barely, like... (laughs) There's so much to unpack here. So, but we did sign up for three more classes. So it was worth it to an extent. Yeah. But let me, okay, let me just describe the situation in detail um, and obviously chime in because lots, lots going on here. But basically we get, so we went to um, Grit Cycle in um, Newport Beach, Costa Mesa area and super cool place. Really, really cool, modern, whatever. The the cycle room, okay? The cycle room was this big room. Lights turned off with Mm -hmm. mirrors surrounding the room. And the moment we walked in, we were like, hmm, it's a little bit, it's a little bit hot in here. It's a little bit hot, Mm -hmm. um, but maybe they're going to turn on the fans. The class is, yeah, the class is 45 minutes. We're like 20 minutes in. There are no fans. There are no fans. I'm no. looking at the mirror, the mirror surrounding us. They are quite damp, dripping, <laughs> dripping, 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 actually. dripping. Um, and we are dripping. We're absolutely dripping in sweat. And I'm like, I think, I think I'm working out hard, or is it just the room? I I don't know what's happening right now. Um, yeah. so. <laughs> It just got progr- I mean the fan came on a couple times. Like <laughs> no. So like so uh, this was Hannah's first cycle class and I had been to Soul Cycle before. Wildly different experiences. Like we walked in and usually at Soul Cycle they help you get set up on the bike. Um I told the person at the front I was like I've been to Soul Cycle once before, like once because I'm st- I was still so new to it. They're like, all right, well, these are your bikes. Go on in there. And I was like, okay, cool. So we flagged down someone to, like, have them, you know, get us set up to, like, the height and how you want the bike set up. I don't even know if they helped Hannah, to be totally honest, uh, or explain anything. But they didn't inform Hannah 
how you increase or decrease I had no idea the, that was a thing. Like, resistance Yeah, I level. had absolutely no yeah. idea. I was like, I didn't know until halfway through the class. You're like, hey, you know you can turn your resistance, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh my god, well, that explains so much. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I'm trying to find an appropriate time to, like, lean over and tell you, but also, like, it was, it was one of those, like, very intimate, but very all-consuming classes, so it's, like, if they weren't speaking to you, like, they, and they had lights off, like, you straight up could not see anything, which I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give myself excuses because I left the class early, (laughs) Hannah stuck it out, I was basically throwing up in the bathroom, um, it was not good. So they turned off the lights and when lights were off, they were like off, off. And when lights were on, they were on, on. And there was no like in between. It was all like shoulders and arms, which to me, for some reason, I always get like passy outy. Like <laughs> when it comes to like shoulders and arms. <laughs> so we were just like pumping it and going and oh my God, it was insane. But I finally lean over to Hannah and I'm like, hey, like, oh, shoot, we have weights on the back of the bikes that you use for, like, an arm section. I didn't know that they had those there. Like, we were so discombobulated from the get-go. It was just – it was a nightmare. And then the sweat. Like, we booked a bike in the second row thinking, oh, that should be fine. So I picked the seat, so I'm to blame for literally almost all of this. And we got hit with the fan. Maybe it felt like someone was blowing on your neck as they passed you. Like, that was the equivalent. (laughs) Quite literally a whisper. Yeah. So, all in all, we think that I think it was mostly my fault for how poorly I did and definitely would put myself next to a fan for the next time. But, oh, my God, it literally ripped me a new one. I was not prepared for how intense that was going to be. Yeah, here's the thing. The only reason why I think I made it through that class, honestly, is because I didn't go full out. I sat on that bike. Normally, you're supposed to stand and, like you know, mm-hmm. as I was watching everyone else do. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I I just know I'm not going to make it. I will get sick. Because also you and I hadn't really eaten anything. <laughs> yeah. And I was coming off of three days in Vegas. Yeah, like- what? Um, so I, I was like, I'm just going to take this slow and steady. Um, and even doing that, I was feeling a bit nauseous because of the heat. So, yeah, and it you was were a very going full humbling. out, so I, like, do not blame you whatsoever. You were killing it, and, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Killing it until I decided to end my head in the, the porcelain throne, <laughs> but the music, music that they incredible. played in there, I was, the steam on the windows, it, it was so reminiscent, it threw me back into 2017, 2018 peak college years in the frat house it wasn't a basement. We had this, like, second-level house that had, like, sliding glass doors, and the windows would always get foggy, and it was literally – it's so gross. It was literally that Gosh. damp yeah. in there, in the frat house, and everyone was dancing, and you're, like, trying to, like, just dance out, you know, getting down to the last little bit of the song, and you're, like, your legs are dying. You're just hanging in there, and I was, like, wow, this feels exactly like a frat party. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, because it was... It, it kept me going. It was... I mean, yeah, the music was so good. It felt like a dance party. So I felt less tired, but on the verge of death. It was the weirdest feeling. 
And as soon as I left, because I was like, usually I'm not like, I'm, I'm way too, we way too proud, but I, I left the class, left Hannah hanging, which was so not cool. But as soon as I walk outside, this lady looks at me and goes, are you having an anxiety attack? And I was like, um, no, <laughs> I just don't feel good. Like, please don't. And then I went Literally, to the bathroom. What? I was Why was like, that her I'm first out. thing to ask you? How did, is it because normally when people come out, they have anxiety attacks? Like, I don't understand. I mean, maybe that's, like, a universal experience. Like, your first time at Grit Cycle is just anxiety attack, you know? Um, like <laughs> Maybe. Because it could be really overwhelming. Or if you're, like, in the front. Like, truly, I've never had less of a clue as to what's going on in a room than I did that day. Yep. I also couldn't hear the girl who was giving the instructions. Could barely hear her. So it was just a big guessing game. Like, oh, and down. And, oh, we're doing a push-up now. Okay, okay. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> also... I don't know if you noticed, but they could open up those doors behind you. Oh, yeah. Like, the doors behind the last yeah. row of bikes. They were, like, sliding doors that just opened up, and I was like, why weren't those just open the whole time? Like, that would have solved this sweaty problem. Oh, yeah. I know. It feels like cruel and unusual punishment. A little bit. Yeah, we both, well, I, as soon as we were done, immediately signed up yeah, for the Yeah, we were like, classes, okay, we're gonna go back. And I was like, when am yeah, I gonna go yeah, next? Yeah. I like what we did, though. It was fun, but we probably, I don't know if we should eat something before or after. We just straight up need to drink more water, I think was the issue. Yeah, those smoothies were good. We did so beforehand. We went to Whole Foods, um, grabbed grabbed smoothies, and then we did a little walkie walk on the on the beach. Very romantic. It was literally like thirty. It was like less than thirty minutes because it took so long for us to find parking. (laughs) That it took longer for us to find parking than I think it did for us to walk. Yeah, still nice though. (laughs) Also, could have led to us being severely dehydrated and like overworked before we even started the mile. Yeah, we walked a mile. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed, because I went to throw away my smoothie, I literally only drank half of it because I kept getting, I got dates in my smoothie for anybody who's interested. It was a whole thing. I had the smoothie obsession, still do. But the dates that they put in there had seeds. (laughs) So I was just like spitting out what felt like human teeth (laughs) because those seeds were like cut up into little tiny shards. So I only drank like half my smoothie. So I really didn't have anything in my stomach. Mm -hmm. It was just filled with seeds yeah which is trigger warning what makes sense that it was just bile that came back (laughs) up (laughs) just nothing how pleasant sorry peeps sorry but you also got a treadmill did you not for your to help with your resolution i did it just came like half an hour ago (laughs) i haven't used it yet um yeah i got like one of those walking pad treadmills It's so cute. Mm -hmm. It's so cute. I'm excited to use it. I'm not going to run on it because I live in an apartment. And can you imagine? People are like, what what is going on upstairs? Um, So I'll just be walking on it. It's very quiet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty little nifty thing. Can can you please try walking sage (laughs) on it? I've seen way too many TikToks of people putting their dog on treadmills. Like, how iconic. Because if it goes really slow... You have to try it. I think it I once. will. Like, just I thought once. I or literally with thought about it. that today, as I as it as I was setting it up. I'm like, oh, Sage probably could walk on this. Yeah, because it's it's like flat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can adjust the incline. No. I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, she just, basic. Okay. <laughs> she real basic. That's fine. That's all you need sometimes. Yeah, I just need I just need it for a little walkie walk, little mile, a little walk a little mile walk. So. I feel like I'm, like, all over the place. I did try my brother's pre-workout today, which could be 
the reason for my energetic spurt. Uh, he has the bucked up. Uh, I got it for him mm-hmm. for Christmas. It's not like I'm that surprised, but that thing is like legit, like crack. Oh, what really? Like I had like a, a little, little tasty taste, and I like I'm salivating wait, wait, about what? it right now. <laughs> it has so much caffeine. Like I I can't even fathom. Like I already had coffee this morning, so I was like maybe just a little bit, but holy macaroni! Uh, if you want to try something that's gonna literally kickstart your butt into into the zone for working out just have like half a scoop of that and you will be so wired you won't know what to do your kidney stones will not know how to handle this (laughs) my kidney stones will quite literally disintegrate because they're so overwhelmed by the (laughs) pre-workout the citric acid just takes it down (laughs) um i was gonna say we have a plethora of events that have been happening in our in our work sphere and i feel like we haven't really touched on a lot of those with one of our events coming up uh alter Mm -hmm. ego this saturday maybe we should share some of our like favorite ways to to pump ourselves up and get ourselves prepared for these types of events like i was in last i was in last week i was in las vegas last week for ces and I was in the elevator and I ran into an executive at a social media mm-hmm. company and completely l- forgot all my social skills. <laughs> so I felt like maybe we should address how we mentally prepare to put ourselves in those spaces because definitely let that one slip by me, which would have been a great opportunity to make a great connection. And I feel like we subconsciously prepare for these events without knowing it. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point but you also like kind of found yourself in a situation on a plane without even knowing it like a very where they very offered true. you a job <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna make you sign an nda before i talk to you <laughs> i'm not giving names not giving anything but uh, using as an example like i think <laughs> i think we there's something to be said about just being true and authentically ourselves because you never know who's listening and who's watching and they may be impressed by how you're performing without you even knowing it because you genuinely had no idea like who you were talking to. Whereas in, yeah. the, in that elevator, you knew you were like, oh crap, like, like you, you could have been completely normal and fine in that elevator and you, you, you didn't think so though, but. Could have been. Well, for the listeners out there, I'll set the scene. Um, I had a smoothie before I was going to meet up with the individual that I was helping with the week for the weekend, and I had the smoothie that I had had like cacao chips in it, and those got all stuck in my teeth. And there weren't like a bunch of them in my teeth, but I I ran up to my room to go floss, and I guess I like flossed too hard, and my gums were bleeding, or maybe I haven't flossed enough, which is kind of gross, I know, but I don't know. And then my gums were bleeding, and then I was like, crap, I gotta go back downstairs, but I guess, like, some blood is better than a bunch of mint chips or cacao chips stuck in your teeth. So I hop in the elevator, and there's an executive in the elevator making small talk with me, and I'm there the whole time awkwardly trying to avoid showing my mouth or my teeth because my gums are bleeding. So the whole scenario was just so off, and I was not mentally prepared to be talking to anybody for at least the next, like, ten minutes. So... Very different scenarios, whereas, like, making small talk on the plane with someone sitting next to you, I'm much better with casual conversation Mm -hmm. than, like, workplace conversation. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. 
where you're really good with work. I am. You're super I am. good with Wait, it. What? Yes. <laughs> if <laughs> you don't know Hannah from a, a corporate standpoint, Hannah is like everybody's bestie in the office. Like they'll come up to her and they all have like different handshakes or inside jokes or she is like everybody is like, hey, bestie. Oh, it's true. So you're really good at like workplace. Obviously, you have great friends. <laughs> pat, pat. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like in a corporate environment, you thrive. I guess you. I'm like mm, I'm so modest. Uh, <laughs> but how many like work friends do you have that you see on like a consistent weekly basis? Like you carpool with someone. I know that you have people that come hang out at your desk like all the time. From the times that I come in, you have at least, like, two to three people that come stop by your desk. And I think the skills that you have socially are something that, like, those people also strive to have if they were in your same position. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I guess I haven't really, like, broken this down in my head. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I I think, well, it, within the workplace, I think it's really important to have friendships. So, and I don't feel, I don't feel like I have an overwhelming amount of friends at work. Um, I rather have mm-hmm. few friends than a lot of friends. Um, it just m- means more. I don't know. Different kind of thing to unpack there. But, um, yeah, but I guess, like, in outside, well, uh, let's say we're at an event. I love being social, but I definitely, that's where I, like, overthink things it for me where I'm like oh did I say the right thing did I oh I'm like so insecure right now like I don't really I'm not gonna like put myself out there like that sort of thing okay I can see that that's fair and it's not crippling Events it's just that's hard. something there's different about. personalities yeah. like we've come a long way but like the first no the second yeah the second event that I ever worked with iHeart I was standing this. I remember this so visibly. We were picking up credentials, and it was me, you, and one of your bosses. And for some reason, like, my social skills were just so subpar. And, like, I started, like, doing a little jig and, like, humming to myself because I was so nervous. Wait, what? (laughs) It wasn't, like, a jig, but I was just, like, you know, like, trying to hype myself up. Okay. Because I had, we'd already been, like, through the venue a couple times, and it was, like, right about to be go time, and I was, like, shaking off the nerves, essentially. But then I was, like, I stopped in my tracks and I was, like, what are you doing? That was so weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so glad you didn't see that because I'm pretty sure the person that you were with did and was probably, like, all right, okay, well. This is, this, okay, but this goes weirdo. back to what I was saying earlier. Like, you may think you're acting a certain way in a situation, and this goes for everybody. Like, I think people think that they are being perceived a certain way in just social situations, and that's not how it's actually being viewed. <laughs> like I would have never That's known so that. True. Like I didn't know that. And like we talk twenty four seven. Yeah. Well, same. I mean, same with you to a certain point, though. I mean, like I know that we definitely consult each other for business mm-hmm. advice, which I don't know. Like I'm sure that's. <laughs> I don't know how great we both are. I know that you're phenomenal Please. at it. Oh my gosh. I'm like I don't know if you should like go with me. <laughs> Cross check this with someone else. <laughs> are you kidding me? I, okay. But no. <laughs> We are our own sources. I don't know how good that is. I have my PhD in business consulting. I was going to come up with some... PhD I was going to come up with an... Ac- Bad advice. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> come up with a, 
fake PhD name. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, do you do anything, like, do you prep the night before? Like, do you just wing it? Like, what's your, what is, how do you prepare? Like, how do you get in the mindset? For events? Yeah, for, like, business interaction. I just don't even think about it. Until, like, I'm probably, I really try not to, because I struggle with anxiety, honestly. Getting real here, getting real. I struggle Mm -hmm. with anxiety, and I know that. And so if I think about something too long, um, gets to the point of overthinking, which then triggers, like, an anxiety attack, right? So um, Mm -hmm. I really try not to think about it until I'm at the event or in that situation and kind of just wing it and see what happens in it. You know, I'm not saying anxiety doesn't creep up on me because it does, clearly, because I mentioned it earlier. I'm like, when if I'm in those certain event situations, I'm like, crap, like, did I say the right thing? Oh, my God, I don't even know. Um, So it's hard to avoid. But I don't really – I don't feel like I mentally prepare. I'm not sure. I think I mostly wing it, which is, I don't know, a style. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that that is a style because I – in the opposite. Like, I'll try to absorb as much information as I can before and then review, like, review it in my head, play out all the scenarios, think of how it could go, how I can, like, calm myself down if things go a certain way, and then, then I feel prepared to, like, walk into something. Like, I've definitely, in one of our most recent events, like, something kind of went a little awry, but, like, not too crazy. It was all manageable. And instead of, like, freaking out about how I was going to manage it, truthfully, I walked up to the person that, you know, I reported to and I was like, hey, this is what happened. I don't think this person's going to be very happy with me. I don't know where to go from here. And I just want to let you know up front, which if anybody knows me, like, that is, that would be so hard for me to do in other scenarios. But I think because I thought how about, like, how it was all going to play out that I was able to be calm. Otherwise, I would be having, like, mad anxiety over it. And, you know... So, I think we've subconsciously figured out our best methods. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I was going to say, though, I think that's one of the things that people absolutely love about you is that you you over-communicate. Like, I've heard it countless times. Like, oh, my gosh, I love Sydney because you you over-communicate. You're so detailed. Um, And the fact that you thought about this because I think most people, like me... (laughs) That person probably wouldn't have thought about it that way, but you did. That's funny. And I will say people have said, oh, you're great at over-communicating. That is my anxious, like, style, though, which I think is so funny that people are like, that's a great quality because my anxiousness makes me want to say more. And then I say sometimes this goes in, like, personal relationships. Like, I'll be so anxious that I'll I'll be driving a point, like, too far Mm. home. Whereas in, like, the business world, they're like, thank you for giving me all these updates. Whereas if – but it's just, like, if I have something to say, like, I say it. Yeah. But it's, like, an anxious thing and not, like, a planned strategic thing. (laughs) So it works well in business. So, like, someone said, like, oh, you're a great communicator. And I was like, thanks. It works well for business, but, like, not for my personal life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't – yeah. And then I was like, why did I say that? Like, you know, those moments. (laughs) And that's what I said to the guy in the elevator. And I'm like, why did I say that? (laughs) exactly it's uh it's a fun balance we still we started this podcast thinking we were going to be professionals and look at us it's just our disorders (laughs) and that's on anxiety (laughs) he he 
just kidding. We do have helpful advice here and there, but I think we're both just learning like a crap ton right now. Yeah. Like a ton. Yeah. And then, now that I think about it, I'm like, when I me, me not thinking about it, when I realize I'm, <laughs> when I'm at these events, I'm truly in fight or flight. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you do like turn, like flip a switch to be like a different person, but like in an in the zone, get it done type yeah. of way. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? And you're like, I got to do this. And then you'll just turn around and walk. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I do do for that. Show. Uh, that's so annoying that I do that. Wait, like you don't do it to other people. Like I feel like <laughs> it's a it sense of. <laughs> no, like it's a, it's coming from like a place of like comfort yeah, because I thousand percent get it. Like not once have I been like, that was rude. Like I was like, oh, she's got to go. Okay, bye. Because I do the same thing. Yeah. That that is true. I because I'm not I'm yeah, but I'm not thinking about it. I'm not gonna be like I'm not like consciously being like I'm gonna walk away from Zeddy right now because I gotta do something. It's like I'm it, just no. moving from one thing to the next. It's fight or flight. And like you know that I understand, so like your brain processes that and it's like safe, <laughs> like peace. Yeah. Like you're you're conscious of that. It's like you're not gonna upset some. Like you're not gonna upset me if you just like walked away mid conversation. I'd be like, all right fair <laughs> yeah shoot i'll try and consciously not do that this this weekend no please no please do no. it please do it's, it that's that's showbiz baby <laughs> you're just so in the zone like usually you're like i have time like what what's up whatever but there you're in the zone auto zone, auto zone. get in the zone <laughs> your nickname is gonna be hannah auto zone <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, I love it. I'm not letting that one go. That's a good one. <laughs> AutoZone, do you copy? People in Milwaukee are Who's like, Who's AutoZone? AutoZone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like flying from one thing to the next. So they Literally, definitely don't know who like I am. It's like a NASCAR pit stop. <laughs> uh, well, we should have more um, info for our listeners coming out of our fanciful dinner we have planned for this oh, weekend. Yeah pre-event pre-dinner yeah it's gonna be good pre-dinner please stay tuned to both of our instagram stories i assume we will be posting a lot regardless of how it turns out because things are still up in the air <laughs> everything's so. always in the, up in the air when you work in this business and that's on show business baby all right well more to come on all the eventful things this weekend and more but i will talk to you later See you later, senorita. Bye. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. 
Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.